Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, March 10th, 2019 and I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica where it is a breezy evening and let's take a look at the astrology this week. So nothing is changing signs except the moon, nothing is changing direction, nothing is making a monumental shift there's no lunations, so we're having a pretty normal average astrology week. Of course, Uranus is firmly in Taurus now, which it did last Wednesday, as we know, and the moon today is in Taurus, and for the last bunch of weeks, Mars has been in Taurus, so as I speak, the moon is sitting in between Uranus and Mars, and this is going to be the last time this happens this month. Uh, actually, this is going to be the last time this happens because Mars is going to leave Taurus on March 31st. And so what does this mean? Um, the moon is in one of those kind of besieged spots, meaning it's wedged in between two powerful planets. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say this if this was Venus and Jupiter. I might say, ooh, that's nice. The moon is between Venus and Jupiter, and this is, this is a lot of fun. But this is Mars and Uranus, and they together can be rather irritable. And the Mars placement is further along from Uranus. They are not together. They did get together in Aries a while ago, but we're done with that. So... What's going on now is that anything that passes into Taurus this month is getting in between Uranus and Mars. And so right now we've got the moon there. And it's going to stay there for another 16 hours because I'm looking at this and it's eight hours. It's eight degrees. So what we're looking at is this sort of passage of between the planet of chaos, genius, brilliance, and unpredictability, and then the passage into the planet of, you know, warrior instincts and initiation and a little bit of impatience. And but you know, Taurus is a patient sign. Taurus is a is a very slow Earth sign, and Mars doesn't really do slow and patient. <laughs> so it's not at its favorite sign when it's in Taurus. And so, you know, one of its favorite signs is Scorpio, which is the opposite of Taurus. So the moon is going to trigger this Mars tomorrow, the 11th at 1127 AM Eastern time. And so just be aware of that. So it might be kind of a seething, bubbling, brewing annoyance that you have, or it may be nothing or you're exercising at that time, it's good use of energy, and you're burning off some calories and stuff, because it's Taurus, you know, Taurus has to get up and move, they don't usually like to do that. So when we have the moon sitting between the planet of genius brilliance, and then the warrior planet, we're sort of in this movement between something unexpected and then someplace to take action. So perhaps something happened 
today when the moon greeted Uranus in Taurus and made you think about things you want to take action in. So you triggered your genius, triggered your brilliance, triggered your unpredictable events in your life maybe a little bit, and then causes you to take action on this tomorrow. After all, it is the weekend. Sometimes you have to take action on a Monday because things are available to you on Monday. So just pay attention to that. Pay attention to what was going on today and pay attention to how you feel tomorrow morning, if you're in the Eastern zone, that that moon is approaching Mars. So just be aware of that. Now, I thought last night was a little bit rough for the sleep. So the moon coming to Uranus, already there was a little bit of agitation in sleep. And people last week with all that astrological activity, really I heard a bunch of stories about lack of sleep or some issues sleeping. I had some issues sleeping. It just felt very electric and alive. And so it got triggered again last night. So here we are. We're feeling that Uranus energy. It's newly in Taurus. We're getting used to it. This is a new pattern. We don't know this yet. Even though we had it there last year, we, we got familiar with Aries again. So now we have to get re-familiar with Taurus. So give yourself a few weeks and months and get the sense of that moon to Uranus energy and what that feels like because it's going to happen every month. Once it passes with Mars, you know, this is not a Mars and Taurus lingering effect because March 31st, Mars will go into Gemini. We won't see Mars and Taurus again for another couple of years. So just use the energy wisely. You know, use it to do something constructive because Taurus is an Earth sign. So pay attention to that. Okay, moving right along. Uh, Mercury, which is retrograde, as you know, because it went retrograde last Tuesday. Mercury has been very slowly at the end of Pisces, moving, moving, really only a degree. It's 28 degrees today. It'll be 27 tomorrow. Mercury's very busy this week, though. So... What is Mercury up to? Mercury is going to make some nice aspects, first of all, with the sun on Thursday. Now, Mercury is conjunct the sun on Thursday, and because Mercury and the sun are always close by each other, this can happen a couple times a year. The last time it happened was January 29th. So pay attention to what was going on January 29th. If you got any news or if you were working on anything in particular or how you were feeling then or if you were getting information or compiling information or doing any research, Mercury and the Sun are coming together again this week on Thursday, 9.48 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, I think that this is good because Mercury is sort of going back. Mercury was not retrograde when it was touching the sun on January 29th. And so now Mercury is going back to greet the sun. And here we are in Pisces. And Mercury and the sun in Pisces is sort of an enlightening thing because Mercury, again, is communication. It's the planet of information, articulation, thinking, speaking, writing, all those good things we do with our intellect. But it's it was well ahead of the sun in Pisces. And so they haven't met in Pisces until well, it's coming Thursday they'll meet. 
So this is a different experience because they were in Aquarius when they met at the end of January. That's an intellectual air sign. This is a sensitive water sign. So we're looking at intuitive experiences rather than analytical experiences. So now tune in because this is Mercury greeting the sun, the sun greeting Mercury. Um, Mercury sort of coming back and saying, hi, we met a month and a half ago and now we're speaking again. But we're speaking in softer tones and intuitively and in code and secret messages and symbols and signs. This is not going to be some hit over the head analytical calculation that you might have had at the end of January. This is not going to be a direct communication. This is going to be subtle. And so pay close attention. Keep your ear to the ground. Keep your intuition tuned in. Keep your antennas up. Do a meditation. Think about it. Be aware. Just listen. Because there is something happening. Now, why do I say that? It isn't just any old Mercury. Oh, Mercury and the sun, they're close together. They're in the same sign, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, because this week on Wednesday, the sun is squaring Jupiter. This does not happen very often, like maybe a couple times a year, maybe. Um, the sun is squaring Jupiter. So Jupiter and the sun are talking. And Jupiter, as we know, is in its own happy sign of Sagittarius, so it likes where it is. And the sun is in Pisces. Now, the sun just met with Neptune last week. And so it sort of is in this little dance between meeting up with Neptune by conjunction, same sign, same place, and squaring 90 degree angle, Jupiter. And a challenge is a square. You know, they're, they're, they're challenging aspects. They're not this smooth sextile trying kind of thing. They're not a blending like a conjunction. They require extra energy to navigate. So when the sun speaks to Jupiter on Wednesday, they are having a little bit of a pointed discussion. And, you know, they're pretty friendly. Jupiter's in a happy sign. It likes where it is. And the sun is in Pisces where it feels smooth and comfortable and intuitive. And Jupiter is also intuitive planet and it is in its own intuitive sign. So what we're seeing is this conversation between the sun and Jupiter, which is a little pointed and making you aware of something. So why is this important getting back to Mercury? If Jupiter and the sun are speaking on Wednesday by square and Jupiter is still going to be relatively slow. It's not moving very quickly. The sun and Mercury are together on Thursday, and that means Mercury is squaring Jupiter on Friday. So that means Jupiter gets a double dose of planetary activity by square from Pisces this week, at the end of the week, between Wednesday and Friday. Now, why would we want to pay attention to this? Well, this is all informational. This is lots of information, and it's a good time to do healing. It's a good time to connect with people, you know, especially in the, in the you know, logical sense, you know, connecting with people, reach out to them, write to them, connect with them. And it's really a good time to get 
down to some intuitive insight business. Now, remember what I said about Mercury going into Pisces. Mercury doesn't love Pisces. It's not a detail-oriented sign, but Mercury is intuitive in Pisces. And so we have to put aside the analytical details and tune in. And I've been saying this for a while now. But since it's talking to the sun, the sun illuminates. The sun enlightens. The sun shines a big, shiny light on Mercury, which is in Pisces. And if you're not clear on something, the sun is going to show you how to be clear on it. Mercury's going backwards, so we review something. We revisit something. Are you sure about that? Do you want to check that again? Do you want to tune back in and revisit that? you want to watch that film again? you want to make that phone call again? Let's revisit so the sun is giving, Mercury's giving you a chance to revisit. The sun is shining the big spotlight on it and giving you some, you know, needed uh, light on the situation. Because Pisces is not clear. It's foggy. So we're going to put the sun in there and clear up the fog. And Jupiter is open. So Jupiter opens and expands and is good news. And, but it, it is often just expansive. And it could mean that we have to really examine something this week and take a look at it in a different light because the sun is shining a light on it. So pay attention to that. Pay attention to that the last three days of the week. Go back and look at things and see them differently. See them in a different light. See what you might be missing. See what you might need to do. Remember, you know, we want to take some action in all of this and Mars on Thursday when we have Mercury and the sun highlighting each other, Mars is trining Saturn and they are in practical earth signs. So Mars is making a nice smooth aspect of Saturn at 6.01 AM Eastern time. And that means that Mars and Saturn are getting the job done. So this is important. This means that there may be some smooth action oriented. Aha. Yes. This is what I need to do once we get that enlightenment from the sun. And so this is an interesting week because it's not an obvious, wow, Mercury's turning retrograde, we have a new moon, ta-ta-ta-ta, boom-ba-boom. This is a very subtle, necessary time to pay attention and listen and keep your ear to the ground and watch for signs and signals because you're not getting anything too obvious this week. It's important to pay attention to how you perceive things. Now, Jupiter can make you very aware of something. It could really expand your awareness. And that's good. We like that. But also, see it for what it is. Um, use your intuition. Use your insight. Calm your mind. You know, Mercury and the sun, when they come together, we call that combust. And that means Mercury's really highlighted. Mercury's got lots of energy because it's getting zapped by the sun. So it's like a big shot of vitamin D. And it really is important to stay grounded because this is a water sign. And, you know, Mars and Saturn trining are really a good focus of grounding. They're keeping us balanced. So we like that. And that will happen Thursday. It's a lot of aspects on Thursday. That's the, that, those are the big highlights. Um, that day, the moon will be void. 
most of the day from 8.31 a.m. void in Gemini, which is Mercury's, one of Mercury's favorite signs. So 8.31, it's void in Gemini. It's, that's Eastern time. To 5.49 p.m., it goes in Cancer. So it's void all day. So if you're needing to take action that day, you know what the parameters are. If you need to take some real potent action on something that you've not taken action on before or new action, well then wait till later in the evening or do it, you know, at six in the morning before 8.30, you know, when Mars does that trying to Saturn. Yes, Mars and Saturn are going to show us where we need to take action, but they, uh, you know, their action would be wasted if we took new pointed action towards a new goal or a recent goal when the moon is void. So watch that void moon. That's a very long one this week. We are looking ahead, you know, to make sure that we don't really take any missteps that day. So there's a lot of activity. Um, the moon will square the sun early in the morning. The moon will then square Mercury because remember they're, they're going to be conjunct the sun and Mercury. So the moon is getting involved there. The moon will be opposite Jupiter. So there's a lot of early morning activity with the moon hitting all of those points. And since they're all connected, the sun, Mercury, Jupiter, and the moon is engaging all of them and bringing them all in together. I would say Thursday's got a lot of information for us. So just don't necessarily jump in and take all that action. Wait till later in the day when the moon moves into cancer and let yourself listen. Just pay attention. What messages are you getting? What symbols and signs are you getting? Write it down if you have to. Do a meditation. I hope you all did a ritual for the new moon. I know I did last week. Uh, a ritual that brought you something, cleared something, um, because Neptune was involved with the new moon. So we wanted to get clear on something or perhaps cast aside things that might have been causing uh, fog or interference because Neptune is like, you know, foggy interference. So I hope that you all did some sort of new moon ritual. The moon is in Taurus, like I said today, all day tomorrow, and then it goes void at 5.31 a.m. on Tuesday the 12th until 11.48 a.m. So we got a nice chunk of void moon on Tuesday morning in the uh, Eastern time zone. Wow. And then it goes into Gemini at 11.48 a.m. on Tuesday. Stays in Gemini until we have that long void on Thursday. So all day Wednesday is in Gemini. And then it goes into Cancer. 5.49 p.m. on Thursday until it goes void at 2.03 p.m. Saturday the 16th. So Saturday the 16th, it's void in Cancer. You know, the moon in Cancer. It likes to be in Cancer, but it's void. And that's another long void moon because 2.03 p.m. In, in the Eastern time zone then becomes a long void moon till 8.57 p.m., so almost 9 p.m., so that's an all-day Saturday void moon. So if you have important things to do, get them done before 2 o'clock, and then just, like, do your basic grocery shopping, laundry, Saturday chores that you have to do in the afternoon. So don't worry about it. Um, just get those Saturday chores done. You know, you know what the time is. 
And then the moon goes into Leo, and it stays in Leo until the following Monday. But then there's another long void moon next Monday, the 18th. So we're not, we're not, we're not in a good void moon place because you see Uranus is in a new sign. It's in an early sign, and this is why we're getting these long void moons. Void moons occur when the moon no longer speaks to a planet as it's traveling through the sign. And before it gets to the end of the sign, it takes about two and a half days to go through a sign. The moon stops talking to planets in a major aspect. It stops talking to planets somewhere along the way. And that means that if a planet is at 28 degrees or 29 degrees of a sign, well, then the moon is still talking to planets until 28, 29 degrees. And then it only has a short void before it goes into the next sign. So the void period is from the last time it speaks to a planet to the new sign it steps into. And then it starts all over again. However, when the moon is uh, experiencing long voids like this, it usually means some planet, such as Uranus, is in a new sign and it's at zero degrees and we're not heavily into it and though this is going to be for a while so we're going to have some long long voids okay we just accept them we use them as time to you know balance our checkbooks and do our chores and you know not really start anything new okay in the meantime the sun is going to sextile Pluto on Wednesday, so that's good. The sun is busy, too, this week, talking to Jupiter, talking to Pluto. This is powerful stuff. It's not just talking to the moon. It's not just talking, you know, to Mercury, although we know that's important this week, um, but it is talking to Pluto and Jupiter on Wednesday. Powerful stuff. I advise you to pay attention. Venus is still in Aquarius, being friendly in Aquarius. And that's really the big air in the sky. Everything else is a lot of Earth because we've got now we've got Uranus in an Earth sign. We've got all those Capricorn energies. We've got Saturn. We've got Pluto. We've got Mars. So lots of Earth. We still have the water of Pisces with Sun and Neptune and Mercury. And Jupiter, thankfully, is in fire. Thankfully, we have fire and we want to get up and move. Thankfully. So we have, you know, the changing moon, but, you know, I'm glad we have some air in the sky because we need air. Air is important. We have to think, we have to have words for things. We have to communicate and Venus is doing that for us now. So we're communicating sweetly, hopefully. And I can say that, you know, the busiest aspect days are tomorrow. The moon is talking a lot to everybody tomorrow. The moon is talking to Mars. The moon's going to conjunct Mars, as I mentioned earlier. Trying Saturn, sextile Sun, trying Pluto. Very busy because it's in Taurus talking to all that Earth. To Saturn, to Pluto, to Mars. So there's practical chores ahead tomorrow. And not a whole lot when it's in Gemini just because there's not a whole lot in the air. So... It really does have, you know, some conversation with Venus. And then the other big moon day uh, conversation day is uh, Thursday. So we've got a lot of aspects then. And then Saturday. Otherwise, it's the moon is kind of quiet. It's not like a big moon week. So that's just about it. I hope that you are listening 
intently and clearly to hear what your intuition has to say. I hope that you are doing meditations. I hope that you are paying attention to subtleties in your life. Look at symbols, look at signs, pay attention to things that just don't, don't ignore something that's weird. If somebody sends you something and you go, that's weird. Why'd they send me that? Look for the hidden meaning. We're in Pisces. Things are not obvious. Things are floating around us as intuitive or imagination or subtlety or some sort of symbol or sign or indication. You need to pay attention to those. So it's a little harder to read things. Use this time to uh, gain experience and sharpen your tools of intuitive, intuitive tools and insight and know that you're going to get better at it. You know, work with the symbols and the signs you're seeing. If things seem weird, if you get weird messages or weird um, synchronicities, pay attention to them. Synchronicities are always telling you something. So we have a lot of synchronicities when we're in Pisces. It's all intuitive. It's all symbolic. It all means something. Don't ignore it. Pay attention. I thank you for listening. This is Deb McBride. My website is debmcbride.com. My Instagram and Twitter are at Deb Astrology. And I welcome you to have a session with me. Write to me, Deb at debmcbride.com. And we shall be paying attention to this and speaking soon. I hope you have a lovely week. Thank you.